Hello, Deal Scout listeners. My name is Blair Hornbacher. Officially, I am a managing partner at Midas Financial Company, but I am most often referred to as the funding queen. At Midas, we offer creative business and real estate financing solutions. We specialize in helping real estate investors fund more projects and become more profitable. We especially love residential fix and flippers. If you'd like to learn more about our creative financing solutions, head on over to our website at www.midasdealscout.com. Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Deal Scout. Uh, part of this mission is connect people and deals and opportunities together. So we have conversations with uh, startup founders who are fundraising. We have conversations with venture capitalists who are investing and, and kind of everything in between that. So on today's show, I wanted to bring on uh, a startup founder who's going to talk to you about his mission and uh, give you an insight into the cool things he's building. Lewis, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Well, happy to have you. Uh, where are you located, Lewis? So right now I'm in, I'm in a Norwood, New Jersey. So, um, you know, I'm home for the holidays in Bergen County, New Jersey, which is where my family is. And, uh, currently in our, in our small office here. Yeah. Well, okay, cool. So tell us a little bit about, you know, us fellow dealmakers, tell us a little bit about what you're building. Awesome. Yeah. So the company I'm building is called Conquer. Um, pretty much how we came up with the idea is I had a background in finance. Um, and after graduating school, I found that it was just really hard to stay involved in sports. Um, I think a lot of us after graduating high school and college, we love sports, but it's just find it difficult to stay involved. So we want to create a platform that would allow athletes to play sports at any time. Um, you know, we don't care who you are, who you know, where you are, how much money you have. The Conquer app allows you to create or join a local event for free at any time. So if you have 10 minutes um, or you have an hour of time and you want to play a sport, but you don't know anyone, you can just go on our platform, put up a game, and then anyone around you can see. Um, so it's a two-sided marketplace. Um, I guess the other side of the marketplace, other than event organizers, would be different organizations and sports facilities. So they can also post their rentals and their open play times for people to join. Okay. So pretty interesting idea. How did you come up with it? And how did you get it from nothing, from a concept, to you now have users? And give us an idea of the milestones you've accomplished so far. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, how I came up with the idea. I mean, my whole life I've, I've been a soccer player. It's always been kind of how I identified. Um, and like I mentioned, like after graduating, um, I just found it was really hard to play, um, you know, working in finance or working long hours, you can't commit to joining a league because sometimes you're not sure when you're going to get out of work. And also, you know, after graduating, a lot of people move to new cities. They don't necessarily have the network to organize their own games. So um, we kind of found that there was a problem that there are so many athletes um, who love playing their sports, but they stop playing, not because they don't want to, but just because they don't have the time, money, or the network. So that's kind of how we came up with the idea for Conquer. Um, we came up with the idea, me and my co-founder, Matthew Lee, um, in October of 2020. Um, so, you know, it's been a little over a year now. Um, we put pens to paper. We took a weekend off from our jobs. We went to upstate New York with pretty much like no one around us and just wrote with an empty piece of paper for three days straight to kind of form a business plan. Um, after that, we found that we needed a developer and we got super lucky with Tanner Luke, who's um, actually one of our co-founders. We just named him as our third co-founder for Christmas. It was his Christmas gift. He's been working his ass off for us, which has been awesome. And um, yeah, he's coded the entire app from scratch. So we've been on the app store since um, early October. So it's been a little over, you know, almost three months now. We have just over 4,000 users. We partner with eight facilities currently. And, um, you know, our goal is to just have a game going on somewhere in the U.S. every day. And we've, uh, we've had close to 400 games to date, which is, uh, you know, above our, our goals for, for the end of the year, which is great. Yeah. All right. So how long have you been on the app marketplace? 
So it's been uh, October 1st is when we uh, we got on the app store. So it's been just about uh, three months, I guess, coming up on January 1st. And you got 4,000 users on that. How in the world did you do that? Um, so we've honestly been really creative. Um, it started off with just, you know, the typical go through my entire contacts list and just tell everybody I know about the app. Um, I think what's made us unique is me and my co-founder and like our team, um, we're all just really passionate about the idea. Like we think Concord just makes sense. We want to play sports and we've had the frustrations of not being able to play because people don't answer. We don't know enough people. So, um, we've really just been trying to talk to as many people as possible, posting in Facebook groups. And I think, um, having some big events, we held a cash cup tournament with an $800 cash prize. Um, we've hosted our own games and, um, the funniest is probably just going to college campuses and just wreaking havoc and holding signs that say, I can't leave this campus until I get 500 downloads. Or if you score on me, you know, you get a wristband, download the app. So, um, it's been a lot of boots on the ground. Um, but you know, people are really receptive to the idea. They like it. It's free. Um, and they love the idea of, you know, getting outside again and, and being active. So that's been the strategy so far. We're hoping to pump some money into targeted ads come spring when it's nice out. But um, right now it's boots on the ground, just grinding it out. Yeah. Are you pretty good at soccer? So like, you know, if, if someone scores on you, they get a wristband. Are you, are you any good? Um, I like to think I'm pretty good. I definitely was better back in the day. But um, when I was, uh, I went to Tulane, I didn't play as much there, but I actually played uh, semi-professionally in Madrid when I studied abroad there. So um, I've played at a pretty competitive level. Um, probably think I'm better than I am as, as most athletes do. And that's, that's kind of how we also get people on the platform is uh, through a competitive edge. But yeah, I would say it's not that easy to score on me. You're probably going to get a wristband anyway, though, if you download the app. Yeah, got it. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, you know, free for free for people. Let's talk, you know, especially as we're, you know, looking at the deal, right? We have investors and, and we have people that are exploring this. Yeah. Let's talk about the deal. What's your monetization strategy? If, it, if it's free, how do you make money and how will investors potentially make money? Absolutely. So, you know, we believe that sports have kind of almost become a gate kept activity. Um, it's like politics. It's often who you know, and it's really expensive to play in these leagues. So we want to keep the platform free for the everyday user as much as we can. Um, I think it's important because there are a lot of great athletes who just don't get shown. And we see the Conquer app as kind of a platform for anyone to kind of come, I guess, like behind the scenes and really show themselves. But in terms of monetization, I mean, we're a marketplace. So um, we charge, if you want to host a paid event, so let's say you're an event organizer, we charge you a subscription fee, and then we take a percentage off the top. Um, we also charge between 30 and 50% of rental fees. So if you're a sports facility and you want to put your off-peak hours on our um, on our marketplace, we take a cut of that as well. So that's the marketplace side. Um, I, I like to say we're kind of a hybrid of a marketplace and a social media platform. So um, we do have, you know, you're a user, you're on the app, you have your athletic profile. Um, there's a lot of ways to kind of cross-sell the user that way with enhanced profile, um, you know, different features that you're eligible for with the leaderboard if you pay an extra subscription fee. Um, and then we want to have a trainer premium in down the line where if you're a trainer, you can pay a subscription fee to solicit business on the platform. So yeah. a lot of moving parts, but, um, you know, the main thing is just, you know, your typical marketplace business model and then um, enhanced features for a social media platform. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, so you got 4,000 people that are, um, you know, coming to the platform, what kind of feedback are you getting about your app and about your program and about what you're building? So the feedback has been great. Um, a lot of people are just kind of like, I had this idea before. I don't know why, like you stole my idea kind of thing, which is always great to hear. Um, we found that, you know, we have a challenge of getting people out to the first game, right? Because oftentimes you download a new platform, it's new. 
But all the users who have gone to one game, I think something like 85% of them have actually come to a second game. So the retention is really strong for those who get out to the games. Um, we have a pretty good community of like post-grad and college athletes. So everyone's kind of in the same boat, like a little bit washed up, but they want to get back playing again. Um, and it's been a really good social atmosphere as well. Like we've had some of our teams who, uh, you know, they'll come to the games with a squad and then they'll get drinks with the other team after. So feedback's been great. Um, the app has some work to do, but I think it's simple. It's intuitive. Um, we just have a lot of new features we want to put in for the new year. So we're excited about that as well. Got it. Now I, uh, when we talk about ideal, uh, partner profile, right. Or ideal customer profile, um, I was a wrestler in high school. It's been 20 years since I graduated. Holy moly, I'm getting old. All right. So, you know, what, what sports is this good for? Is it just soccer? Could it, could, is it baseball or basketball or will wrestling be on it one day where I could like pick a fight with someone and, you know, go, go have a match in the middle of the campus or something like, how does that work? Who's this for? Right. Yeah. So right now, um, we have a ton of sports on the app. Uh, I think some, some people have the philosophy that like you want to stay kind of targeted in the beginning, right? So you want to stay with one sport because we have a mar more of a marketplace where our users are actually creating the games. We're trying to make it, you know, as customizable and as like individualized as possible. So our main sports right now are spike ball, volleyball, basketball, soccer, and football. So kind of all across the map um, sports like tennis and um, pickleball are a little tougher because you often need to find the exact competition level. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now, like we're monitoring the sports. When you sign up for the platform, you can kind of choose your favorite sports. And based off that data, we'll see if I know I have, you know, a lot of wrestlers on the app, well, then I'll, I'll happily add wrestling as a sport that you can create. And, um, you know, hopefully you guys aren't beating each other up too much, but, um, <laughs> you know, we really want to just give our users like an individualized experience on their own time. So if there's a sport that's wanted, we're happy to put it on the platform, but the five I mentioned are, are what's been played so far and, and been uh, consistently played. Got it. What, what's your, what's your vision for, you know, for this long-term, is there an exit in mind? Is there, you know, public, is it uh, major partnerships? Like, where do you want to see this thing go? Yeah. So um, people asked me that and I was actually thinking about that this morning. Um, I heard a, a quote by Pitbull once that if you look up Pitbull and you see, you know, you'll see him before the dog, like, you know, we have our, our company is a common name. It's conquer. I would love for someone to type in conquer on Google and like, our company comes up before anything else. Um, I, th I think it's possible. I think for me, like the long-term vision is just, this is the go-to platform for sports. So if you're an individual and you want to play a game, you don't even think twice, you're not texting your friend, you're not calling anyone, you're putting it on, you're putting it on the app and then you're, you can share the link to your social platforms and anyone can see it and play. If you're a team and you want to do a rental, you're not bothering going on Google, searching for a facility or calling them. You're doing it right through the platform. So I want it to be a hub for sports. I want it to be competitive. We have a leaderboard coming in where I want people to get pissed when they think that they're better than the person ahead of them and they want to challenge them. I just want it to be kind of a constant line of uh, communication and engagement between our users where, um, you know, when you're on that field playing in a conquer game, like nothing else matters. You're locked into the game. It's all about sports. And it's kind of, a, I guess, an escape for people, which is how it's been for a lot of the, our founders and our, uh, our team members. Yeah. So being a startup, you know, is this your, is this your main gig? Are you working somewhere else? Like where do you put your uh, focus? So this is my main gig. Um, I'm pretty much conquered 24 seven at this point, which, uh, which I love. Um, it's definitely, uh, it's been a big commitment, but yeah, I mean, me uh, and my co-founder, Matt, we're both uh, full-time. My CTO, who, who also I mentioned, we just named co-founder. He actually works for Northrop Grumman during the day, but he puts in well over 60 hours a week for us. So he's just constantly uh, in front of the computer coding. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, we're full-time, we're all in on this. I think, um, you know, I think if you really want to like put your, if you really want to go all into something like you have to be full-time, um, we're unpaid at the moment, but, um, you know, we believe in the vision and like we're in it for the long term. So we're excited to see what we can kind of make of this. Yeah. So uh, every investor out there is going, okay, how do you keep your lights on? Like you guys have an early business, like, you know, you're on this full-time, not getting paid. How do you guys keep the lights on? You're in an office right now. You're on a camera of some sort, you know, like how do you yeah. do that? Right. So we have been hosting some of our own paid games. So we'll have, you know, we're hosting three leagues come January, which is great. Um, we have pretty high margins on that. I remember in the beginning of the business for the app launch, we were selling merchandise. We actually did about $15,000 in merch sales, um, which was just from hustling. Like people like the word conquer. They think it's motivational. So we were able to sell that. Um, really being creative. We have a lot of great employees who are not taking a salary because they see the long-term vision. They want to help us. Like they want it in their city. We even had people reach out to us on Instagram saying, Hey, I live in Sacramento, California. Um, all my friends used to play pickup and now they either moved or they're lazy. I need this app. How can I help? How can I bring it to me? So our expenses really aren't that high right now. Um, this office is actually kindly gifted to us by uh, someone in town, which was awesome. They had a tenant move out and, um, they wanted to kind of give us a kickstart. So that's kind of how we pay for this, but, um, you know, expenses are low and it's just a lot of grinding. Um, you know, we're in the middle of a fundraiser right now. So we have raised a little bit of money to date, but, um, you know, we're hoping that with a fundraiser, we're going to pay ourselves like the smallest salary possible and I'm um, just put as much money into the business, but, uh, I'm, I'm pretty minimalistic. I don't really spend much money, so it hasn't been that much of a problem. And talk to us a little bit about your background. You're, you're an interesting cat. Like you've got some cool stuff going for you. You've reached some good milestones. You've raised a little bit of capital. You got 4,000 users on it on a bootstream budget. You're, you're going holding the signs. You're creative. You're hustling. Like what brought you to this point? Like give us a little of your background. Right, right. So, yeah. So I grew up in, in Bergen County, New Jersey. Um, that was my home. Um, I think I, I think I won like mo social butterfly in high school. I've always been kind of someone who can't shut up. I can see that. I can see that. I'm ranting. I was going to say, I apologize. I'm talking way too much on the podcast here, <laughs> but, um, I just love talking to people. Um, I went to Tulane, New Orleans. It was not my first choice of schools, but, um, I got there and I loved it. I met like some of my best friends, like made some relationships that I'll have forever who have really been supporting me throughout the business. Um, and after that, I, um, I kind of went the traditional finance route, like, I always wanted to make a lot of money. Um, I'm good with numbers. So I got a job at a quant trading firm. I was doing equity research in New York City. Uh, I moved to Manhattan. It was always my dream to live there. I have four roommates. Um, it's, it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. But um, I just kind of found that one, I, I wanted to do something that was more client facing. I wanted to kind of engage with people daily. And I also wanted to feel like I was kind of making a difference um, to like the everyday person. So um, started working on Conquer, had the idea. I mentioned we, we bunkered up in, in upstate New York. And um, yeah, I mean, I love sports. I love talking to people. I love the idea of giving people an outlet to take a break from the real world with everything crazy that's going on and just do what they love. And like, um, you know, we've had thousands of athletes who have been able to do that. So that's kind of how I got here and uh, really happy to be here. And it's been a blast and excited for the future. So for people who haven't seen the show Billions, what's a quant trading firm? Um, yeah, so a quant trading firm is, a, it's, um, I guess it's a way, it's a company who makes money from trading stocks. So they have algorithms where um, they're constantly trading throughout the day. The company I was at was actually a market maker. So they were taking um, the other side of trades and also making their own proprietary trades with their high risk strategies. Um, when I was there, it was during COVID. So there's a lot of volatility in the market, which is, is great for these trading firms because they can uh, 
you know, they can make a lot of money that way with constant fluctuations in pricing. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. It's, it's intense. It's, um, really, really smart people. It's, it's, uh, it can be pretty cutthroat at times, but, um, if you're competitive, like I am, like, it's a blast. I mean, I, I really enjoy the, the business and the industry. What was your role? Like what, what was your day-to-day duties there? Right. So I covered airlines. So I was, um, on the airline team. Um, uh, I was pretty much researching airline stocks, um, right during COVID where all, uh, airlines were shut down and things were changing every day. So, um, it was crazy. It was a lot of work, constantly headlines coming out with flights being delayed and airports being shut down. Um, but I was doing research. I was also coming up with some derivative strategies for our clients to make short-term trades because with all the constant, you know, changing in the markets, um, there was a lot of opportunity to make short-term money. So doing research, putting out reports and also coming up with strategies to help our investors make money. So here we go. You've got, you've got this skill set, right? Looking at derivative strategies, right? Like for, for a lot of deal makers, they're like, what the heck does that mean for me? Right? I grew up on a construction site. So when we look at this and shorts and all this, these derivatives and arbitrage and all this crap, like I hear these words, you know, it's big. You've, so you got this ma- massive skill set, right? Like that you've learned this and now you have an app that you're building for, for sports. How do they, how do they work together? Right. I mean, I think with, with trading and with investing, um, which I guess like I was in an investment business, it comes a lot into just, you know, doing the research around the market that you're investing in um, and kind of coming up with a plan. So I think when you're starting a business, um, there's a lot of planning involved. There's obviously a lot of research involved. So I have to know my market. I have to know what my users want. I have to know what pain points the facilities and the group organizers have and how I can kind of create a solution for them. So um, I wish there were more parallels because I really don't think they're that, that similar. But um, at the end of the day, it's just grinding, right? Like you're working hard to get the best return you can. Um, And I think with anything in life, like if you're passionate about it and you put the time in, like you'll see the results. So um, I guess the the work ethic is translated and also just the research and planning, I would say for the most part. Very cool. So as you guys are building, one of the things she said, I always knew I wanted to make a, a lot of money. Why yeah. do you want to make a lot of money? Uh, it's tough to say. Um, I think for me, like, I guess money always kind of created freedom. Um, just like the ability to do what I wanted to do without having to worry. And also kind of knowing that like my family was taken care of. Um, I always felt that I was smart and like, I always wanted to challenge myself. And I feel like often like the most challenging, especially like mathematical roles can, can make you money just because that's kind of the nature of the business. But um, I'd say my philosophy has kind of changed. Um, not really as focused about the money now. I feel like I'm liking what I do and I'm enjoying it even without making a salary. Um, but I don't know. I just, I feel like I know I can do it. I guess it's uh, maybe a little bit of an ego thing as well, but um, I just want to be successful. I want to, I want to be constantly challenged every day, every day. And I think um, when running a business, like a challenge is to make money. So that's, that's kind of the goal at the end of the day. Very cool. If we look at your 4,000 users, right. And we say, there's, there's a few power users, right? Like there, there's someone that they're always on, they're always checking, they're always creating a new game. Like, right. what, like who's your, who's your biggest power user? Maybe give a shout out or, or something, you know, to, to a power user out there. Yeah. So uh, my friend, Colin Hunziker, he'll love to hear this. Um, he's a power user. He's on the app every week. Um, he's a good promoter of it. He also just doesn't leave the house without wearing something conquer, which is great. Um, he requested a one of one crew neck. So we got him like a pink crew neck that says conquer on it. He, you know, it's one of one. It's the only one in the world. Um, he'll like to talk about that, but yeah, he's been a great user. He plays basketball. Uh, he'll dabble in soccer if, uh, if it's on the app and, uh, you know, he loves it. So it's great. 
Very cool. Um, you know, some, one of the things you did 15 K in merch sales, right? That's, that's, that's good. Right. Are you guys, uh, planning on doing more, you know, merchandise sales, hats, swag clubs, create your own club, create your own, you know, swag kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we, at the end of the day, like we, we view ourselves as a tech company. I think the merch is great. Um, but there's honestly a lot of time that goes into it with designing it, shipping it out. Um, we have merch, we have a website where we, we sell merchandise and, um, you know, it tends to sell. So we definitely like the idea of coming out with new collections for each season. I'm sure in the spring, we want to come out with some like pastels and some short sleeve stuff like that. But, uh, we're really focused on the tech right now. I think, um, you know, tech businesses are the most scalable and have the highest multiple. So we're really focused on like building out our technology rather than the merch. But, um, you know, we love giving away free t-shirts and stuff to our, our top users and best players. Very cool. Very cool. So Lewis, as, as you're building this, uh, what are some of the current challenges that you're, that you're facing that maybe us, you know, in the community, us listeners can, can help you with. Right. Um, I think for us, like getting the word out is definitely challenging when you're bootstrapped. So, you know, we've been boots on the ground, but like kind of scaling our social media efforts. Um, I didn't really have a background in social media. I see a lot of large accounts, but it's definitely harder to grow than, than I expected. Um, so I think on the marketing side, we definitely need some help. Um, another challenge has been getting people to create the initial event. Um, there are a ton of people who like to play, but I think there may be almost like a social anxiety of putting up your own game. And if nobody joins, so um, right now we're kind of working towards different strategies and incentives in the app to make people create a game. I think right now it just may not be as intuitive that you can even create a game. Some people aren't even aware of that. So those are some challenges. Um, and I guess how the community can help is, you know, get on the app and, and make your own game and build it up. But like, we like to say, like, if you build it, they'll come like odds are if you put up a game and uh, you know, there are people around you, like people want to play. Um, you may not know them, but they'll, they'll join and they'll play with you for sure. Very cool. Very cool. Um, what, what about this do you find that you enjoy the most? Yeah. Uh, it's, for me, it's easy. I, I love um, leading a team and being able to talk to users. Um, it's just nice to know, like I'm making an impact on people's lives. Like when they're playing, like we run our soccer league, I'm there, I'm talking to them and they're like, man, I've been looking forward to this all weekend. Like, I woke up this morning, like full of energy. I want to win this game. And then for my team, um, you know, like we manage a pretty big team. There's actually a little over 30 people right now in our Slack chat who are working with us weekly. And um, a lot of them are in college. Um, so being able to talk to them, talk about like their business goals, but also their individual goals. And, uh, you know, given my limited expertise, kind of helping them find their way and find what they're enjoyable about and doing everything I can to help them reach their goals has been really rewarding for me. Yeah. Nice work, buddy. Um Thanks what question should I be asking you or that you'd like to talk with, you know, our, our audience about that? Maybe I didn't ask you. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit more about my team. Um, I mean, like I'm, I'm the founder and CEO or I'm one of the co-founders, but definitely could not do this alone. There's a lot of, a lot of moving parts and a lot of different parts of the, the business that I feel like are worth talking about. Go for it, man. Yeah. So um, I guess we kind of have a few different teams built within Conquer. There's me and Matt. So we're both the co-founders. We handle most of the operations and the finances, but we do have a technology team. So that's headed by Tanner Luke. So he's the one I mentioned. He works at Northrop Grumman. Uh, we have a junior software developer at University of Michigan. So he's constantly working on bug fixes and does the front end. He's, he's great, loves sports and just has a really good vision for, uh, for the company. And then we actually have a high school student. Um, his name is Mirza. He handles all the notifications. So if you're ever getting a funny notification, it's probably him sending it out. Um, 
we have a marketing team, so they kind of handle social media. There's a lot of people at different colleges who have been working through that. Um, you know, when you're a startup and especially like a social media type app, you need to get the word out. So we have people who are creating content, who are creating funny captions, unique ways to, I guess, elicit user engagement, which is awesome. And um, yeah, I mean, and we just have reps from all over the country. So our head of city expansion, his name is Davis Pham. Um, he's 18. Um, he messaged us on Instagram, I want to say every day for like 25 days until we respond to him. And now he holds like a very high role at our company. He's the type of guy who he loves sports. He's an event organizer. He loves to host tournaments and bring people together. Um, we held our launch party in New York City. He got his Uber driver on the app. He got the 7-Eleven guy on the app. Like he's just one of those guys who has the energy. And if you're in, on a, in a room with him, like you're going to be on the app. Like there's just no way around it. Um, those are the people that we're looking for that we want to hire because like he has the excitement, he sees the vision. Um, and he kind of manages a bunch of city teams too with, with new Orleans, Bergen County, New York city. Um, so just people have reached out to us, but that's pretty much the team in a nutshell where we all love it. Like we don't leave, like I said, we don't leave the house without our conquer stuff. Like two of my employees got conquer stuff from their family, like custom shoes that say conquer on another guy got a wristband. So like, you know, we're kind of like one big family, one big team. And like, um, you know, we're in it for the right reasons and uh, I could definitely couldn't do it without them. So very grateful and appreciative of the team. Very cool, man. So for uh, fellow deal makers out there in the audience, if, if someone wants to do a deal with you, connect with you, find a way to participate in your company, whether supporting it financially or being a part of it, maybe it's earning some equity. Like what, what's the good place for people to connect with you and do a deal with you? Right. Yeah. So I would say LinkedIn. Um, if you can add me on LinkedIn, just Lewis Long, you'll see I, you know, conquers in my, uh, in my headline. Um, it'll say I work there. And then I have my email listed in my bio as well. So um, LinkedIn and email are probably the best. I tend to be pretty responsive on those. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll respond if you reach out. I'm pretty good about that. All right. And then final thing, I like to do this. I got this pack of cards so we could kind of get an idea of, of who our guests are. So I got a pack of cards with questions on it. Right. So tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. So we're going to ask this question and then that's how we'll conclude this fun interview. Awesome. All right. So, Oh, this is a good question. Uh, what is the easiest way to break your trust and why does that matter for you? Okay. I need a second to think about this. Yeah. Think about it. Um, I think probably the easiest way to break my trust is just maybe like, talking poorly about a friend um i'm really big on loyalty i find that like i tend to be pretty loyal to my friends um and i think like those who kind of talk or i guess maybe give secrets or talk like badly about their friends to other people that's kind of like a red flag for me so i would say like that's probably the easiest way to break my trust um i do tend to hold grudges i try not to but um you know like i, I give people the benefit of the doubt in the first place but i think like that's kind of a uh you know a way to break my trust Solid answer. Cool. So fellow deal makers, uh, head on over to our, our guest, you know, their page, all their contact information will be in the show notes. So if this is a deal that you're interested in and taking a look at, head on over, connect with Lewis, connect with his team, follow them, find out what they're doing and, and find a way to help. Uh, if you're working on a deal yourself that you'd like to talk about it here on the show or or maybe even go on a hunt for a deal, head on over to thedealscout.com, fill out a quick form, maybe get you on the show next. Till then, talk to you all on the next episode. Cheers. Thanks so much.